Welcome to Alonso Chiade Now. In this episode, I talk about my journey of 23 days to get into a headstand and the things that I learned. And on the second part of this episode, I give you a couple of tips for those who are interested in trying this pose themselves. What can I tell you? I was at the end of a 40-day program and the last pose, the last pose was a headstand, which was very intimidating the moment I saw it. I never thought I would be in a position where I even had to try it or that I would be interesting, interested in trying it. But here I am, 40-day program, last pose to finish, headstand. Feeling a little nervous. I'm feeling discouraged because so far I've been able to do everything, and now I have to try this what I consider a very difficult pose and something that I didn't think it was possible. Anyways, I get into it for the first time, and as you can imagine, it was very depressing. I mean, the moment that I get into the first part of the pose, which is getting in this triangle pose before I try to hop in into the headstand. Uh, my head was hurting really bad. There was a lot of pressure on my head and I couldn't even hold my legs for more than half a second. I mean, it was as depressing and bad as it gets. <laughs> so I keep trying. Uh, I'm losing all my sang at this point, hopping in and hopping in and basically trying to jump in into the position. But it was not gonna happen, and I'm glad that it didn't because there is a big chance that if I was able to get into my head in a headstand jumping in, I could break my neck because I was doing it wrong. So one of the things that I learned during the process of trying to get into a headstand is patience, <laughs> which is I after the first three two day after the first three days realizing that you know this is not gonna happen anytime soon and. I need to stick to the process. I started watching a lot of YouTube videos, uh, a lot of articles about headstands for headstand tips for beginners, and realizing there's a couple of warm-up exercises that I can do that I needed to develop maybe a little bit some strength on my shoulders, and that I should not feel much pressure on my head in the first place. So it was interesting to learn all of this and reflecting back on the first three days where I was basically losing my cool trying to get into this pose and feeling frustrated about how is it possible that so many people can do this, but I can't. To the point that I even thought <laughs> that maybe it was just not possible for me to do the headstand because my, le my neck was longer than most of the people that I've saw on the videos. <laughs> I mean, I was already making up stuff to justify how this was something that was impossible for me to do. Anyhow, as I'm getting into the, let's say second week, you know, I keep at it, but now I am, it's not longer something that I'm desperate to do. It's just more of a practice in the morning where, you know, I, 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 I am now more comfortable with not doing the whole thing and little by little seeing the progress and that was beautiful because at that point I realized I'm no longer attached to the outcome now I am in love with the process and that was something 
that was a highlight for me, to be able to be in that place. Long story short, 23 days later, uh, when we got snowed in here in Seattle, I'm with my daughters and I decided, you know what? I am going to try to do this in the snow. And just to give you some heads up, before two, three days before that happened, I was already, I was already at the point where I could lift my legs up, but I had to be against a wall by the time I got my legs all the way up to make sure I don't fall backwards. So this was the first time I was going to make an attempt to do it without anything, without any support. So here I am with my daughters playing in the snow and and I tried um, for the first time with patience, slowly going up. I could not believe it was the first time I was on a headstand. I can't even tell you how beautiful it was, how fulfilling it was, but not because now I can show people or say that I can do headstand because I was just so proud of, of the feeling of having gone through the process and feeling detached from the outcome. So that was something that I'm not going to forget. The headstand now means so much to me. It's a reminder that the process is more important than the outcome and that's the only way to get the results. This next segment is for those who may be interested in trying uh, the headstand themselves. So when I first got started, uh, obviously I couldn't do it. Uh, that helped me learn a lot. So consider this the beginner, 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 beginner's tips to a headstand. Um, by headstand, I'm talking about the one where you get on your knees and after you get on your knees you lay on your elbows your elbows should be under your shoulders and then you want to grab your biceps while your elbows are under your shoulders so this is for alignment and then you form a triangle by a, I don't know how to say it but putting your fingers between each other so it basically looks like a perfect triangle. You want to have your pinky fingers one over the other so that they don't uh, crunch or hurt while you are in the headstand. So once you're there, I mean, you can probably look a couple images on Google so that you know what it looks like, but it's a triangle. So you're basically doing the headstand uh, with a triangle and your head gets in, in the middle. So. After you put your inter interwrinkle, inter yeah, you are putting your fingers against each other. You put your head against your hands. So basically, you're forming like a like a like a cup to put your your head against it. And then after that, you wanna basically use all the strength in your shoulders to pull yourself up. So you shouldn't be counting on the pressure in your head to carry all the weight, but to use your shoulders to carry yourself up. Now there is obviously way more detailed videos. The best way to learn this is to really look 
uh, uh, beginner videos for headstands on YouTube. But some of the things that I learned, and that's why, th that's what I'm hoping you get out of this uh, segment is some of the things that I went through after watching the videos that I thought were the most helpful. So the number one was you want to warm up before you go into the pose. And the best exercise or pose for that is the dolphin pose. Again, this is something that you can look up on Google, but the dolphin pose will help you get your shoulders warmed up and ready for that, for that headstand. And just so you know, I mean, it can take three days to two weeks, or in my case, 23 days before it feels effortless to pull yourself up. So just gotta be patient and realize that eventually it's just gonna happen. And that's, that's the way it worked out for me. It just eventually happened. So don't get frustrated, be patient. It's less about getting the headstand done on the first day and more about being basically meditating on how your body feels while you're doing the exercise. That's the whole purpose of this, is to be aware of your body. And so the dolphin pose is a, a great tip. The other one is you wanna basically just practice each step, every step of getting into the headstand every day. So from putting one leg up, putting the other leg up, see how it feels, hopping in a little bit, even if you can only last half a second, feel how your shoulders feel when you're hopping in. And then, you know, again, really try to keep, keep those dolphin exercises going on to continue to work your shoulders, to strengthen your shoulders until you can eventually start lifting yourself up. Now, I highly recommend when you start lifting yourself up to, even if you're halfway there, if that's, if that's as far as you feel comfortable, that's fine, just stay with that for in the meantime until you feel more stable to carry your legs up all the way up. And then once you're there, I highly recommend doing it against the wall. Some people on YouTube said that that's bad because it basically, it makes you dependent on the wall. For me, it actually helped to kind of get through, to not worry about the fear of falling backwards. So knowing that a wall was there was helpful. The one thing that I did is I did not did it right uh, next to the wall. So one thing that would that is helpful is to have to be like maybe three two hands away from the wall so that you are still lifting yourself all the way up. And if you end up falling a little backwards, you can basically use your feet to to keep yourself up but you're not against the wall, so your back shouldn't be against the wall. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just the wall is just right there in case you need to uh, fall backward a little bit, but then pull yourself back into the pose by pushing your feet away from the wall. So those are the tips that are, from my experience, what helped me the most. And again, it's just about having patience and it's an incredible pose. Uh, I read that it's really good for brain health. Uh, it's something that I'm doing in between breaks when I'm working. I work a lot in the computer, so it's incredible. When I just take a little break, I get into a headstand, all my blood gets on my, my head. And when you come down, oh, which is another important thing about the pose, when you come down after staying in the pose for like three, five, or sometimes 10 breaths, you wanna come down into a child's pose because that's going to help you get the blood back to where it needs to go. You don't wanna get up immediately because you can start feeling really dizzy. 
So that's super important. Just take your time after you get out of the pose, get on the child pose to get back into normal. And then when you get up, you're gonna feel like you're gonna get this little buzz and feel a little sand out. It's amazing. I do it even when I wake up. It's a great way to, to kind of get the, the blood flowing. It's amazing. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and you're listening to this from Apple Podcasts, I would highly appreciate leaving me a review. That's one way that it can help me uh, get more visibility for the podcast, get more listeners, and hopefully one day do this full time. I love doing podcasts and this is one way that you can support me. Uh, another way is just if you're in another podcast player, just subscribe. Uh, I, I appreciate your subscription.